Hello and welcome to Young Catholic Speaks. My name is Bennett, and this is the sequel to last month's episode about the Beatitudes. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, don't worry. You won't need it to understand this episode. Last month, I talked about the first four Beatitudes and the beautiful attitudes I think Jesus is calling us to in each one. Today, I am going to continue that with the latter half of the Beatitudes. You can find the Beatitudes in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 3 through 12. I'm going to start today with the fifth Beatitude, which is, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. This idea is very important. Jesus re-emphasizes it in the parable of the unforgiving servant in Matthew, chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. Even in the Lord's Prayer, we say, Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgiving others is hard at times. It helps to have an attitude of humility. If you think about it, every sin that we commit is worse than any sin against ourselves. How? When we commit any sin, we offend God, who deserves only love. When we are hurt by someone else's sin, we kind of deserve it because of our own sinfulness. Keeping this in mind can help us be humble, and being humble can help us be merciful. Jesus promises that if we are merciful, he will show us mercy too. The sixth beatitude is, Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. What does clean of heart mean, though? Well, traditionally, we say that the heart is where our desires come from. If I asked you what your heart's desire is, what would you say? Would you call it holy or sinful, clean or dirty? Therefore, to be clean of heart would be to want what God wants, but oftentimes that opposes what we want. That means that one of the desires must go away, either ours or God's, and when we let our desires go, it's called obedience. If our will and God's will are opposed, it does not mean that we aren't clean of heart. Our desires are going to be imperfect until we get to heaven, but letting God's will take over our heart makes it cleaner. At the very least, we can say, God, I want to want what you want. That's the first step to a clean heart, and Jesus promises that the reward for this obedience is that we will see God. The seventh beatitude is, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. The first thing we think of when we hear peacemaker is likely a person who helps others solve disputes or prevent fights from happening. I think that peacemakers in this instance could also mean someone who helps bring peace or consolation to those who are worried or anxious. In both of these cases, peacemakers bring peace to others just in different ways. But you can't give what you don't have. 
How can we help settle a quarrel between two other people if we can't even keep ourselves from getting into arguments? If we constantly worry, how can we comfort those who are worrying? Therefore, to be peacemakers, we must first have peace ourselves. Peace is not so much an attitude, but a gift from God. God is our Father who gives us these gifts, and if we share them with others, they will see that we are, indeed, children of God. The last beatitude is, Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Jesus goes on to say that when we are persecuted, we should rejoice and be glad because our reward will be great in heaven. There are many attitudes Jesus calls us to here, but I want to focus on joy. Even in the midst of suffering because of the faith, Jesus tells us to rejoice. The gospel, the good news, makes us happy because we know that we are going to be happy forever in heaven, regardless of what bad things happen to us here. This should give us a joy that can't be extinguished, and that should shine amidst sufferings. People are sure to notice someone who is happy even during trials. Therefore, the attitude of joy helps sustain us during persecution, but also spread the good news to those who see us, and helping someone go to heaven is truly one of the greatest honors we can have. And that's the second half of the Beatitudes. As I was writing this script, I was reminded that these beautiful attitudes are not something that we can get on our own. They are all gifts from God, and we can only get them from God. I often fall into the trap of forgetting that. As such, my challenge this month is, to ask God for one of these attitudes, like you're asking for a present. Have faith that God wants to give it to you, because he does, but it might not happen right now. When God does give it to you, though, try to remember to give him a big thank you. The four beautiful attitudes I talked about this month are an attitude of humility, an attitude of obedience, an attitude of peace, and an attitude of joy. And that's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. This topic was suggested by a patron of Young Catholic Speaks. To find out more about becoming a patron, head over to patreon.com slash youngcatholic. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. If you want a convenient place to listen to Young Catholic Speaks and learn more about it in general, check out my website, youngcatholicspeaks.podbean.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. My name is Bennett, this is Young Catholic Speaks, and God willing, I'll see y'all next month.